Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colo. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. I am so excited for you to hear from my friend, Elisa Bentley, who lives in Raleigh, North Carolina. We've known each other for almost 20 years, and Elisa's strengths of belief, activator, individualization, strategic, and connectedness are some of the things that we're going to talk about in this conversation. I love the joy and enthusiasm Elisa has in all that she does, and especially her contagious laugh. She is just a delight to be with. When you think about the idea of embracing your strengths, as when Elisa and I first talked, she goes, I wish I'd known what these strengths were earlier in my life, because she's always had strengths that are as ones for leadership and sometimes maybe didn't know her place. But now she's been thriving over the last years of being in a place of leadership and impacting people around the world with the gospel. Now, I love hearing about just the heritage that she has from her mother and her father, but also how she's imparting the things that she's learned to those around her in her work around the world and in her family and also young professional women in her community there in Raleigh. You're going to love this conversation. And as you listen, she mentions some things about her father and there'll be a link to the show notes of a sweet letter that he wrote. And also a link to a conversation I had with her daughter, Allison, who's using her strengths in great ways as she's impacting young moms in that in the Raleigh area also. So I hope you enjoy our conversation. And as always, if you'd like to know more about you and your strengths, how you can take the Clifton Strengths Assessment, reach out to me at barbaracolwell.com. I would love to connect with you and help you understand more about how you are wired so wonderfully and magnificently and help you get in places that are using your strengths even more effectively. Hope you enjoy our conversation. I am super excited for you to hear from my next guest, Elisa Bentley. Welcome, Elisa. Thank you, Barbara. It's a joy to join you today. Oh, I would love for you to introduce yourself, who you are, where you live, and what you do. Well, I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. I was born in Durham, and I've lived in North Carolina most of my life. I'm married to Kevin. We've been married 35 years in September, and we have three grown married children and seven grandchildren and one on the way. Oh! So it's been a lot of fun to see our family grow. I've also been on staff with Crew Campus Crusade for Christ for 37 years. I joined in 1986. I thought it would be for a couple of years, but yeah, here I am still here. <laughs> and um, I've been on campuses and high schools and boardrooms, but where I serve presently is I am the global regional leader for leader strategies for crew. My region is North America and Oceania. Oh, well, I'm excited to hear more about that. And I have just loved just our friendship over the years. And if I think we connected because our girls were friends and went on a mission trip together, but 
I have loved watching you, Lisa. I mean, we don't live in the same place, but we see each other every so often. But just seeing your, just your brave, courageous way that you live life and you're just that you say yes to what God wants you to do. So I would love oh, so many questions I have, but let's start with what your top five Clifton strengths are and kind of what that looks like and how it's kind of paves the way just in your work and the things you do in your family too. Yes. Well, I just want to say, Barbara, it's been a joy to get to know you over the years as well. And I especially love how you are living out your strengths that I have seen over the years and that are so evident through this podcast, how you want to empower others to really live into who God, how God has wired them to be who God has made them to be. So thank you so much. And thank you for inviting me to join you today. Um, Yeah. Thank you. So my uh, top five are belief activator, individualization, strategic and connectedness. I think for me really discovering how these play into my life and my family, I wasn't introduced to them until probably 10, maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago. It's something that I wish I had known when I was much younger. In fact, in my work with young professionals now, it's really a delight to see how when they discover these things that God has placed into them um, and their wiring, how it really gives them language and confidence to be able to grow in whatever sphere um, they are in, whether it's their workplace or their family. But for me specifically, as I was introduced to Strength Finders, of course, I um, saw these things in myself that had not had really language to be able to understand how to develop them. From what I understand, these strengths are talents and that you um, have opportunities to really grow and develop them through the years. So as I've been able to do that, I see them play out in my family and in my workplace and in my friends. So I don't know, do you want to take one at a time or what would be the best way to talk more about those? Yeah. Well, like even like belief, it's your top one. I think, I don't know. I, I just see all of these different ones from the way that I've seen you and watched you, but yeah, maybe just a little bit about each of them and kind of how you see it. Cause I think probably belief obviously drives so much of what you do. I mean, they all do, but. Yeah. So belief is number one and buddy, if I believe in something, I'm going to go after it. So I, whether it's in my family, my work with my friends, I remember back in the day when Palm Pilots came out and I <laughs> saw how much they helped my, my, just my life and organizing my life. And then my friends ended up getting Palm Pilots. And so if I believe in something, I can pretty much uh, sell it to you or persuade you to believe in it as well. So it does, it does have a, it oversets the other ones. And that really plays out even in activator. So activator is number two. And I want to see things happen. So I like to stir the dust and cast vision and let's get going. But I only do that if I believe in it. Mm -hmm. So the belief sort of acts as a governor for my activator. I'm not just going to activate anything. I'm going to have to really believe in it. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And then down with number three, individualization, 
the way I see this play out is I have a strong desire to see each person really live out who God has made them to be. So I saw that with my children as they were growing up and even in my relationship with my husband, but specifically in my work with crew, it's, it's, it's helped me to be able to see them where God has them instead of wanting to have them come do my thing Mm -hmm. to say, okay, how are you wired and what has God placed in you? And here's some things I see and here's some things you might want to consider. So I see that played out in individualization with people yeah, whatever way I'm working with them. Mm-hmm. Strategic. Um, so this is a fun one. And I see it play out, of course, a lot in my work and even in my global role now with crew. One of the things I do is I help people chart pathways and see the pathway forward. And so I think when I was younger, I didn't realize Obviously, I did this because God has placed this in my life, but I didn't realize that this was something that was unique to me or to other people that have strategic, but this was something really that I used. Mm-hmm. And I really seen that play out with strengths. You you feel like because it comes easily to you, well, anybody can do this. So sometimes that can be a barrier for you to really step in and use them because you feel like, well, you know, another person can do this. But as I realized, no, God has given me a mind to think through pathways. And typically, even at home, before a a decision is made, I've already thought about 10 ways to get there, played it out, kind of Mm -hmm. like a maze in my mind. And then arrived at, okay, I think this is the right decision based on this pathway. Now, that can be a real strength, but it can also be uh, a hindrance at times because even in talking with my husband, he's not strategic. He has a lot of other gifts, but we come and we talk about something and I've already thought the whole thing through. Well, if I don't communicate the steps and how I got there, then I'm not really helping him to understand, oh, she really has thought this through. So I have to be aware of my strategic, whether it comes to my family or people I'm working with, that I don't get too far ahead of them and rush into it. But I also am able to lean boldly into that and help people sometimes see things they can't see just because of the way God has wired me in that. Mm. I love that. I love how clear you made that sound. It's awesome. And then connectedness is really about relationships. Um, I'm definitely going to connect people to one another, but also just when I look back how God has worked through the years in my life or in other things and how it might connect to the future. So I think connectedness is more about a, a holistic view of how I, I see the world. And that really helps me to, I think, have a center or a piece about, okay, even though this may not look like it's going to work out, God is at work and he's bringing all these things together. Mm, That's great. Yeah. So like even, um, like you say, there's so many ways we can talk about this, but as even in your role right now, what, how are you enjoying seeing your strengths in this role you have of like uh, reaching so many people in different parts of the world? 
Well, first off, I never imagined that I would be in a global role with crew <laughs> at this stage of my life, being a Mimi and all the things in front of me. And so just with my strengths through the years, I see how trying these out in different avenues have, have given me the opportunity to be where I am. And I think that's something we can forget at, at times. We think, okay, I just need to go jump into it. I see this a lot with young leaders. They want to have everything figured out in their 30s and their 40s. But really, life is a journey. And so things that I've tried that have worked and who have not worked, ways that I've been able to activate and, and make strategic plans and all of those things through the years have really led me into this role, which really is a role of influence in our organization is I help um, countries and leaders and countries of strategies. So when we talk about leader strategies, there are different specific lanes for that and crew. We have leader impact, Christian embassy that works with UN and politicians, AIA as they work with professional athletes, the military ministry. So there are a lot of ways that crew is really seeking uh, to reach leaders through helping them understand what it means to know God, to walk with him, and then to multiply their life into others. So at this stage in my life, I talked to yesterday, for instance, I was on the phone with uh, some leaders from New Zealand, and I will be going there in September. And so we talked about how we are really encouraging the leaders they they work with there, but also how can we reach more leaders in New Zealand? The funny thing about being in this role too is that I don't like to travel. So, yeah, I remember I remember that. <laughs> I do not like to travel. I don't like to fly. I just don't like to go to new places. I know that seems odd as most people are would are like, wow, I'd love to have your job and go all these places. Um I've been to Vancouver, to Istanbul, to Buenos Aires, to going to New Zealand, Albania, Prague. Mm. all in the last year. So it's incredible that the Lord has given me this opportunity, but it also keeps me so dependent on him as I really have to lean into the Lord to trust him in these ways of traveling. But when I get there, I love the meetings. I I love a meeting. I love talking about strategy and that kind of thing. So I'm really able to I think live in my sweet spot right now to use these gifts. Um, You know, I paid to get all 34 of my gifts a few years ago. A friend of mine had suggested that. And she said, you know, sometimes you can tell more about, uh, you can learn a lot from looking at the bottom five strengths. Mm -hmm. So as I look at my bottom five, my, my, my last one, my 34th one is consistency. And so consistency is, you know, it's just not my thing. Doing the same thing day in and day out, it just drains me. It really takes me down. And so as I look at that and I see that I get to talk to people in all these different countries about all different kinds of things, it brings me a lot of excitement and joy. And so, again, it's just seeing how has God wired you? It's not that my strengths are better than other people's strengths. It's just that this is who I am. And as I think about the verse um, from Ephesians, Ephesians 2, 
uh, verse 10, it says, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And so I think that's what I want to do. God has already prepared in advance these good works he wants me to do. And he's equipped me and empowered me to do this. Some because of the gifts that he's placed within me. But then as a Christian, the power of the Holy Spirit to live those out in a way that brings glory to him. Not because of who I am, but because of who he is. And so it's a lot of fun to be able to really lean in to those top five and sometimes really even the top 10 Mm -hmm. uh, strengths as well as I can use that in different avenues. Mm. Gosh, I just love that. And even as you're talking, I just, I just think of just different people just that we read about in scripture, you know, that maybe had a questionable, a hesitant yes, maybe, but just seeing saying yes of what that looks like. And that's kind of what your life has been about is saying yes to what God puts in front of you. And like you say, traveling and <laughs> jumping on the plane when that wouldn't be your preference, but just the, to see the benefit of, wow, the things that happen when you go to those places and the, the way you can help people chart a path and has, have vision for reaching their people. I love that. Yeah, you know, it's it's a great privilege to be able to get out of the United States and to see what God is doing across the world and how people are, are living in in really hard places, but their faith um, is in our God. We all have the same God for those of us who are Christians and who know the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so that's been really a great privilege to be able to do and to, to see that. Yeah. Well, I know this is a little little backtracking, but I I just think of just like the heritage that God has given you, even just with your dad that we've, you know, learned about as you've walked alongside him as he passed away recently. But just just the foundation that you've had in your home. Can you tell me just a little bit? I know you could talk a long time about your dad that was so impactful in your life. What, how do you think that has shaped you even like with these strengths and your, your yes to what God wants for you? Yes. I could talk about my dad and my mom for a really long time because they've had such a huge influence on me. But I think what would be maybe helpful to share in this conversation is first off, my dad grew up in an alcoholic family. His dad died when he was 13 from a brain tumor. And by the world standards, he should not have really done much with his life. But when he was 11 years old, um, he came to know to know the Lord as his Savior, and that changed everything. Mm. And so I think the main way is I, I so saw how God lived through his life and how he used his strengths. Now, we didn't have language of strength finders back then, but... I could definitely see how he pressed and leaned into his strengths as he got old, you know, through his life. As he was a pastor for 50 years, he got his Ph.D. after he retired. Mm. And then he he had 11 churches that he was the interim pastor, uh, served as interim pastor. And so for me, it really is a picture of 
how to live life with purpose Mm. and how to live well and how to die well. And that's Mm. had a huge impact on me. So I'm uh, July 9th uh, was my six six months until I'm 60. So Mm. I have begun an intentional journey to 60. I decided instead of bemoaning getting older, I was going to embrace that. So I'm being very you know, intentional and just writing out what am I learning and what kind of legacy do I want to leave? Because my dad did leave such a legacy Mm. for not just me, but for, for our whole family. And, you know, he didn't retire and just become the, the grandfather to sort of sit around and play with my kids. But yet, um, my kids have all been deeply formed and impacted by his life as they saw him live out his faith. Mm. And to really live his life um, that is could only be explained by the Lord. So those are some ways that it's impacted me. Um, I have a letter that I cherish that he wrote to me when I was in the seventh grade. It was a school assignment. And um, for your father to write out goals um, mm. that he saw in you. And so it's a really precious letter that I have. But in that letter, one of the things he said is, Elisa, when God gave you life, he intended to send a message to the world. And you are that message. Mm -hmm. And I love the picture of that. Because yes, God has made each of us so unique with our own gifts and strengths and weaknesses. But he's done that because he wants to send a message to the world that would Mm -hmm. reflect him. And as we learn who how who we are and how we can live into our strengths, what we do is we reflect who God is as he makes us into the image of his son. And so that gives me a lot of hope uh, as even as I get older to think that um, as long as God gives me breath and life, my journey's not done. And mm. there's more to learn. There's more to explore. And it it really is about just having an open hand to trust the Lord with that. Wow. You got me in tears there, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a, um, what a wonderful, just vision casting father and just mother that you've had of really let, paving the way for you of um, yeah, being, being an ambassador for the kingdom. I love that. Yeah. And I do have to mention my mom um, as well. My mom's still living. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks so sweet. I would love to meet her one day. Yeah. Um, the thing, even with, with my mom, um, of course, it's hard to lose a spouse and a ministry partner that, you know, they were in ministry together and they married, you know, my mom was 21 when she got married. Mm. So all those years they've ministered together. And so it's been hard for all of us losing dad, but my mom has such a positive attitude, even though she suffers from, from pretty limitating health problems. She has such a, a positive attitude and her strength is really in the Lord. And she's continuing, even with her limitations, uh, her physical limitations to really live out her purpose as well. And so both of them have been a great model to me about living life with intentionality. And I think one of the the things that I've learned most is being a 
more of a type A kind of person again, you know, I'm a strategic activator, so I can, I can really lean into wanting to charge the hill and make something happen. But I think one of the, the recent learnings that I've had is that life isn't, when you focus on what you want to do, life can be very frustrating. Mm. But when you focus on who you want to be, who mm. God has made you and who he is making you into, mm. then the, those doing things make more sense. Right. So I've really seen that with my parents and that really is where I am in this season of my life. Mm. That's great. Oh, so many great nuggets of wisdom you've got. Um, well, I know we've kind of touched on, I mean, you've kind of hit on even like what it has looked like for you to embrace your strengths over the years. And I think maybe sometimes, like you say, it's been a challenge having being the, the one maybe with a clearer plan in mind, or I, I don't know, is there anything else that that you would say about that idea of embracing your strengths? I think as I look back over my life, so when I was, I became a, a believer, a Christian when I was seven years old. Um, obviously, as I've shared about my parents, I really saw the faith lived out day to day. And so when I was seven, I realized that I was in need of a savior, that I, you know, was a sinner. I had not murdered or killed or robbed a bank or anything like that, but that I needed a savior. And so that journey started as a young child. And then when I was 12, I remember a missionary coming to our church. In fact, it was a woman missionary who was sharing. And at the end of the service, there was a call to follow God into full-time ministry. And that had been something really on my heart. And so when I was 12, I know that God called me into the ministry to serve him full-time. So it's, it's been a number of years uh, that this has been something on my heart to really see how I can trust the Lord and follow him and to what he has for me. But I think there is a, a struggle that goes on when you're trying to, even in a nonprofit organization, trying to grow, maybe take a next step, figure out what your place is, how you can use your gifts and what's the right role for you. And yet God has called all of us to a surrendered life. And that means dying to yourself. And that means accepting things that don't make sense. And not always, you know, life is not fair. And so things are just not fair at times. And that's just the way life works in this broken world. And so those things are constantly, constantly, I think, competing. Mm -hmm. I work with young professionals. We talk about, okay, they're in the workplace and they're, they're looking at uh, promotions or raises or, or ways to, to move up in their career. And so as a woman, especially as a woman leader, you do have to advocate for yourself and you have to put yourself out there and take initiative and those kinds of things. But at the same time, as a believer who wants to walk in the power of the spirit, it is about just laying your life down. And so as I think about those two things that can seem to be competing, it's not that we want to go to one extreme or the other. As I've heard it said, there are some things that are problems to be solved, and there are some things that are tensions to be managed. And I think this is a tension to manage. 
that on this side of heaven, living in a broken world, there's always going to be things to navigate that aren't right. Mm -hmm. And we do have to take a stand. But we do that through the lens of the fact that God is the one at work. And he's the one who's empowering us with his spirit. And we can lean on him while yet taking that step into our strengths. So that's been a journey I've been on. And um, it's really been a joy to be able to rest in the Lord and to live out who he's made me. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's so inspiring. Thank you. Those are great. Just so many great nuggets of wisdom. I appreciate that. Mm. Well, um, and I think, yeah, just you put it so well, because that really is just the purpose in the heart of even why I started this podcast. Like, what does it mean to, to know who God made me and to do and live out what his purpose is for me? And that's so different for every person. And I love, like how you said, we're in the midst of a broken world and it can be discouraging and disheartening. And maybe we don't get to do that certain thing at the certain time we expected, but um, God's still at work, even when we, things might not make sense the way we, we would like them to. So that's great. Mm. Well, um, what has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? Well, this summer, um, so two of my children and their spouse and their family lives here in Raleigh, but one of them actually works with a crew ministry called Family Life, and they live down in Orlando, Florida. So we don't have too much opportunity to be all together as a family, but a few weeks ago we did. So we finally got the family picture I'd been wanting uh, with everybody in the shot. So that was super fun. Um, but seeing the grandchildren and being able to engage with them, they're all so different. And thinking about legacy. So I, 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 again, with my parents, I think a lot about what is the legacy that I want to leave? Mm-hmm. Um, of course, in my, in my job with crew, and I, it's such a privilege to be a part of such a great organization, but with my family and my grandchildren. And so I take time, you know, to spend with them and to ask them questions. My oldest uh, granddaughter is 14. So God has brought three of, of our grandchildren um, by way of the foster system, and they will be adopted into our family soon. Mm. And that's been a great joy and privilege to be able to just engage with them. And so that really puts a smile on my face, whether I'm doing a coffee date with Lily, my six-year-old at Starbucks or taking Allison, my 14-year-old to the mall and shopping and talking about life and friends and all things that happen in middle school. Um, holding the baby, my little baby, uh, Davis, the youngest one, the one that lives in Florida. He's such a joy. So all of them, all of yeah. them are such a joy to me. And it really brings a smile on my face. Oh, oh that's, that's so encouraging. I know, like you said, just getting that family picture is such a, such a hurdle. And so what a gift that y'all had that time together. Well, um, yeah, you know, well, I was just going to say with the family picture, Barbara, you know what, to your comment earlier, you look, you look at that family picture, um, there's 16 of us 
in the picture, including my mom. And I look at that and it represents a lot of stories, a lot of stories through the years and a lot of giftings. And, and it's great that God's put us together as a family, but it's also, I, and I, this is my individualization coming out. But when I look at that picture, I'm like, God has just equipped and gifted each person so uniquely. And I think that is the joy in life is to be able to really see how each person can live out who God's made them in such a beautiful way. We need everybody to do that because that is what makes life meaningful and with purpose. And for those of us who are Christians, that's how we leave an impact that really lasts for eternity. So again, I just, it's such beautiful to see how you were doing that and giving people an opportunity to share their piece of the story, how their story fits into God's story. Yeah. Mm. Well, thanks. Well, and I, I'll leave a little link in the show notes because as you know, I got to inter- interview Allison about the ministry that she has started and mm-hmm. just, I know just what a joy that is seeing her, um, I mean, all your kids living out just their purposes in different ways, but I'll put a link to that interview because that was really inspiring too. So great. I, I thank love, you. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. I appreciate you taking time and just, um, sharing so many gems of wisdom and encouragement. And it's just a joy to to see you and know you and just see how God's using you greatly for his kingdom. Thank you so much. Thank you, Barbara. We really count you and Warren as dear friends and wish we lived closer, but yes, thanks so much for the time today. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.